All right, today's daf is daf Dalid. In the Hidigim Sechasaita, and we're going to pick up two lines from the bottom of Gimel Amad Beis. Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis loint, and so should we. Here we go. Tonu Rabbonon, the rabbis loint, and so should we. When we mention it in the Mishnah that we have earlier edus, earlier testimony, what is that referring to? Zu edus This is referring to the testimony of the yichud, the seclusion of the man and woman. Edus achreina. What is considered edus achreina? Zu edus tumah. It's referring to edus of tumah. Tapa today's daf. Vakama shir stira. Here we go. If a man and woman get into an elevator. Is that a yichud problem? The answer is, depends how long you're in there together without any option of somebody else coming in. So, how long is seclusion going to be an issue? The amount of time it takes for tumah, for an actual act of intercourse, which we're going to see is not an entire act, which is, you hear this? You want to know how long it takes? The amount of time it takes for Tumah to happen in actual intercourse. The amount of time it takes for Bia. Bia literally means for the man and woman to come to each other. Also, another expression of relations. Kidehara'a, which is an expression of initial relations. The initial act of penetration. Kidehakafas Dako, which is the amount of time it takes to walk around a palm tree. This is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. You just got to love it. You got to love it. How Rabbi Shmuel tells us. By the way, if you don't, if you're not such a bucky in Tuma Bia and Hara, I'll tell you, walk around a palm tree, and that's what it is. Lahavdil in today's day and age, it would be like, wake up, walk to your car, turn on the engine. That's probably like that's it. Like back then, they lived in palm trees. As I get this, you know, it's at the hip. He was just giving like a very practical application. Thus, it's like, what's a palm tree? Like, I don't live in Florida. You know, and uh, what palm trees are referring to. He's giving just uh, 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 the terms that we could understand. Rebbe Leezer says, You know how long it takes for the Isser of Stira? The amount of time it takes to dilute a cup of wine. Now, nowadays, we purchase our wine. Back then, as we've learned throughout Shaz, they would have a wine concentrate. Okay? They'd have a wine uh, concentrate. My daughter told me yesterday, she said, my kids like telling me jokes because I tell them jokes and we see which one's cornier. So she says, remember sitting right here in the Bismarck, waiting for lunch to start. We had lunch here. So, yeah? And she uh, says, no, why the kids stare at the oranges? So I said, I don't know. She said, concentrate. I said, all right, very cute, very cute. All right, good dad joke. All right? So they had to concentrate. They had a wine concentrate. And uh, they would dilute it. And it, it took a little bit of time. You had to whisk it and put it up. So that's the amount of time it takes for... The Isser of Yichud, um, of Stira. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, The amount of time it takes to drink a Ravias of wine. Ben Azim Rabazi says, The amount of time it takes to roast an egg. Rabbi Kiva, The amount of time it takes to, to eat the egg, to swallow the egg, which is an additional time frame to just the roasting, so you have to roast it and swallow it. If you remember, say, right, Mechdeh, the Goya, Shleisha, Beitzim, Zu, Achazu. Yeah, Mamish need to love eggs over there. Rebbe Lozbin, Yerim, Yerim, Rebbe Lozbin, Yerim, says, they Likshar, Garde, Nima. The amount of time it takes for a weaver to put a knot at the end of the string to ensure that things don't fall off. It was more of an intricate type of knot, and it took a little bit of focus, a little bit of concentration. Charm and Pichas, Zaymer, Kedeh, Shetayshi, Yadu, Lusach, Pia, Lito, Kesa. The amount of time it takes for a woman who's got some food stuck in her teeth. To take it out. The amount of time it takes for a woman to stick her hand into a basket and remove a loaf of bread from the basket. Now, even though we have no proof to the 
to this halacha zeichel nedaver. A way to remember is kibad isha zayna al kikar lachem. Okay, the pasuk says kibad bisha zayna al kikar lachem from nisha to kikar lachem. But this last opinion puts zayna with lachem. So you see that the amount of time it's usher to be miyachid with a zayna or for a zayna to be miyachid. Yeah, this woman who we suspect of being a Saita, it is ad kikar lachem until the amount of time it takes to remove a loaf of bread. Tush the Gemara says, okay, very nice. We have all these opinions. Shkayach ma'ishetuvi. Let me ask you a question. Bechol hani lamali. What do I need all this for? You know, but they're going around the base matters. By the way, you know what's going on? How long is how long is haschalas bia? You know, how long does it take for the iser yicher? They're going around the base matters. Everybody's just just throwing out their own opinion. Says Gemara bechol hani lamali. Why do I need all these? Uh, why do I, I need all these opinions now? Specifically, you know what this question is? Not on the amount of time you, it, of the hand to go in the loaf and and the splinter. It's going on the initial question on top of the yamud, which we said the kamashir stira and the brisa itself said tuma biyahara hakafas deko. It's all the same thing. It's different ways to bring it out. Just tell me one. What he just said, which was the first one. I would say, not only the, the act of an affair as well, but also the time it takes to get into the act of an affair. The, the, uh, for the man and woman to get comfortable with each other, which also takes time. But when I say kedetuma, what it means is literally kedebia. And if I would have only mentioned kedebia, havamina kedegamarimia, I would have said a complete act of bia. Kamashmon kedeyara. So the way to read the price is like this: tuma, which is the bia itself, and what I mean by that is the hashcholas bia, just the initial act of penetration. The iashmina kedeyara, and if I would have just said kedeyara, havamina kedeyara vartusa. I would have said the initial act of penetration and also Vartusa. Going back to what I thought initially is to is is uh to, to get the couple interested in each other. And you should know how long practically, if you want to look in your own life, how long does this take? It is Kadei Hakafas Deko. And the reason why that's very Khashov. Is because you should introduce it for a moment with a Misa, with uh, my father's Zechariah Lebracha, where my father was talking to her, Misha about the size of a Tevach, the sheer Tevach. Now, my father wasn't a very large man, but he was my height, he was about 6'2, and Misha was known to be on the shorter end of things, a little around 5 feet. Uh, my father was talking to her, Misha about the sheer of a, of a uh, Tevach. And Ramesha just took out his fist and he made this fist with the thumb on the outside. He told my father, This is sheer Tevach. So my father smiled. You know, Ramesha. So, so Ramesha said to my father, I know why you're smiling. I know why you're smiling. He says, I'm a short man, but I have an average fist. I have an average fist. Uh, I got the same tefach. I got the same tefach as you. Now, what, what shaykh is the Gemara? So, the Gemara is saying is like this Kedeh Hara, or yeah, is not is it's not subjective. A person by themselves cannot say, you know, it takes me longer to have an initial act of cohabitation, so I have more time with my yichud. It's not a subjective thing. It's, there's an objective time that you're over on, on the stira. That you're over on, so what is that objective time? For everybody, it is kedei hakafas If you want to know the amount of time that it takes, it's hakafas the amount of time it takes to um, uh, circle a palm tree. Okay. 
I'm going to ask you a contradiction. Do you know? I don't know if this is true. Somebody told me it used to be X. English? In old English, it wasn't ask. It was X. I don't know if it's true. But anyway, it's a show much, so much shame. For how many, I'll ask you a contradiction. And they had stira. How long is stira? It doesn't say in the Pusik right now. When it says, You know what stira is? The amount of time it takes to have relations. There's a bit of says, to also drink the cup, to swallow the egg. Now what we're assuming right now is that to walk around a palm tree forward and to walk around a palm tree backwards is the same amount of time and therefore in the first price that we mentioned what Rabbi Shmuel say on the top of the Yomot, Kedeh HaKofas Dekel, the amount of time it takes for HaKofas Dekel, Upliga Rabbi Lezer Alei, and Rabbi Lezer on the third line of our Yomot said, no Kedeh Mezig HaSakais, but over here in this price, <coughs> excuse me, Amar Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, Kedeh Chazaras Dekel. And if you hold Kedeh Chazaras Dekel, the assumption is you're agreeing with Rabbi Shmuel of HaKofas Dekel. So why you're on the top of the Yomot on the third line, did you say, oh, no, you're wrong, it's not Kedeh HaKofas Dekel, it's Kedeh Mezigas Kais, but over here it's saying Chazaras Dekel, no, Rabbi Lezer, make up your mind, Amar Abaye, nah, Kofa Berego, Chazar Beruach. Yeah, what it means, Kofa Berego, to circle the, the uh, palm tree, means by foot, and Chazara, to go back, is talking about a palm tree swaying back and forth. It's different measurements of time, and to sway back and forth is the same measurement of Mezigas Kais. Rabbi Lezer was talking about on top. Mimela, what the Gemara is responding is like this. We thought Hakofas Dekel and Chazaras Dekel are the same thing and it's going to turn out a Sneerah and Rebeliezer. Clark, yeah? The Gemara says, no, Chazaras Dekel is a different measurement than Chazaras. Uh, Hakofas Dekel and Chazaras Dekel are different measurements. Okay? Now, according to this new explanation, when Rebeliezer says, Kedei Chazaras Dekel, it means for a palm tree to sway back and forth. Boy, Ravashi. Ravashi asks a question searching for information. Chazara Baruach. This that we say the palm tree is going back and forth in the wind. Doesn't mean like it's asi, it's going, and then it's coming all the way back. See? Doesn't mean like this. Sometimes, not sometimes, you push a kid on the swing. Give one push. Goes forward, backward. Is that it? Or, once you give a push, gravity is going to take the kid forward, backward, forward, backward, forward, backward, then the kid ultimately stops. Okay, so which one is it? Is it, when you say, does it mean it went this way and that way in the wind? Or does it mean, it ends up in the same position as it was before the wind started. All right, that's the that's Ravashi Shaila, to which the Gemara says, "Take Tishbi Yitaritz Kushes Ba'abayis." We have to wait for Yui Yanuvi to come and answer this Shaila. Okay, Zok the Gemara. Hasam Amar Rabbi Liazir Kadei Mezigas Akois. In the first Brisa, Rabbi Liazir said Kadei Mezigas Akois. Hocha Kadei Chazaras Dakel. Over here, he gives a different measurement. 
says the Gemara, "Idi v'dichat shiurim." Okay, once we've explained that Rabbi Lazar earlier on, Rabbi Lazar earlier on is arguing on Rabbi Shmuel, the Gemara is clarifying that by the way, in either Brisa, Rabbi Lazar is not being a, uh, a contradiction of he's giving different uh, he's giving different uh, things to look at, either Chazaras Dakel or Mezikas Hakais, but ultimately it's the same time frame. So now, what are you going to ask? So why'd you change? I'll tell you, Pasha. You, you know why we change? Depends who you're talking to. They understand. You talk to, I, I, I feel it's an important message in life. Important message in life. You can't talk to a kid. Who, you, you want to explain to somebody uh, a time frame, how much time it takes to do something. You say, oh, let me explain. You know, it's, it's uh, kids into baseball, you say the amount of time it takes to have, uh, you know, uh, four pitches with a pitch count. Talk to them in their, ling- in their language. What, what they have. You start telling them. Now, time it takes them four lines Gemara. Will you bismuth sugar? I don't know what it means. They four lines Gemara. Talk good like that. What happens is we speak to people with our language, not their language. Sir Belazer, depending on who he was talking to, with his two prices, two statements, depending on who he's talking to. One, his, some people are into palm trees. Yeah, he says kadeh chasaras Other people is uh, some people are uh, they have kiddush club. He says kadeh mezigas akais. You know. That's, uh, you have, to, you have to give halacha klar to help where, where people are at. Okay. Zok Gemara Baiter. Hasam Amr Bishua Kadelish Taisai. In the first price, uh, on the fourth line of our Amud, Rabbi Shua says the amount of time it takes to drink the diluted wine. Hacha, but in the second price, Amr Rabbi Shua says, Kadel Mzigasakais. So is it Kadelish Taisai or Mzigasakais? The Gemara says, Ima Kadel Limzai Village Tais. He's saying that what he means is to dilute it and drink it. Why don't we say that it's the same thing? Instead of putting it together and saying, oh, it means both, maybe Mizigas Akais and drinking the Kais is the same thing. And it doesn't mean both together. Then he wouldn't be arguing with Rebbe Okay, beautiful. So now we have Clark in Rabbi Shua's opinion. When he says to dilute it, what he means is to dilute it with drinking. All right. On top of our Umud, we're now looking at the fifth line of our daf. Ben Azai said, to roast an egg. to drink a cup of diluted wine. Same thing. All right. On the top of our Umud, also on the fifth line, Rebbe Kiva said, to swallow the egg. To cook it, to roast it, and to eat it. Maybe eating and roasting is outside him. Not, not shaykh, not possible, because that would be Ben Azai's opinion. Wouldn't be Machlekes. It must be, to clarify Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva's opinion, he held that it's both and in each price, he just mentioned a different part, but he expected us to understand what he meant. When he said roast the egg, why, why roasting an egg? For what? Just to roast an egg? To eat it. And when we talk eating, uh, you're going to eat a raw egg? What are you, a chazan? A shenim kippah? No. He roasted and eat it. Good. On the sixth line of today's daf, Rabbi Yudabim Beseira said, The amount time it takes to eat three eggs in a row, means to swallow an egg. is not a contradiction because really he's only in the first bris. He's only 
saying the three beitzim vis-a-vis Rabbi Akiva's opinion. The Ka'omar, Rabbi Akiva says, Misharim bitzliya ugamira. You look at the time frame, your Meshire, the time frame, bitzliya, roasting, and the eating. So Buddha says, you know what, instead of giving me a time frame of roasting and eating, just talk about eating. And you know what that is? The Meldama takes the two eggs is the same amount of time it takes to roast an egg. So have listen closely. What the Gemara is answering, Gishmak, is that Rabbi Yudah ben is not coming with another opinion. What he's saying to Rabbi Akiva is like this. Rabbi Akiva, you're telling me the amount of time it takes to eat an egg is, is to roast and eat one, swallow one. He says, there's an easier way to say it to people. Also, beautiful message, a beautiful idea. He says, just tell people the amount of time it takes to eat three eggs. It's easier. Easier for people to have that, as opposed to uh, roasting and eating. Yeah. Keep it, keep it pushing. But he's not. He's he's actually agreeing with Rabbi Akiva's opinion. That's the Gemara's answer. He's not coming with a nayashiti. He's not coming with new opinion. Okay. Vaiter. Rabbi Lezbed The amount of time it takes to for a weaver to tie the end of the string. Okay. Are we talking about knots that are closer? Or further from each other. All right. Now, if you have, take this. You have two opposite ends. It's going to take longer to go make the knots. You have something that's closer. It'll take you less time. So you want to know how much time are we? Uh, how much time are we referring to? Uh, take, that stira is the amount of time it takes for a woman to stick her hand into her mouth and remove. Something stuck between her teeth. Now, kesam literally is a splinter. It's a little piece of wood. I guess uh, back then they would, uh, that was their gum, whatever. They would pick their teeth with, with wood. So she has something stuck in her teeth. The amount of time it takes to take it out. Now, you ever have something stuck in your teeth? How do they take it out? If people walk at the shoulder, they're like, they're still trying to get that out, right? Stuck in the teeth. So Gemara says, how wedged? How wedged? Is the splinter wedged in her teeth? Or is the splinter looser in her teeth? That's obviously going to come out faster. Deku, he didn't tell us. So we have to wait for Leo and Avi to come. Plimu says, The amount of time it takes for her to put her hand into a basket to take the bread out. Take a loaf of bread out of a basket. Is it stuck in there or not? Is it a new basket or no basket? Yeah? What's an afkamina? Oh, let's keep going. Was it a warm bread or was it a cold bread? Okay? Wheat bread or barley bread. Is it soft dough or harder dough, a sour dough, whatever it is? Take it. We're unsure. Now, what's Kishmak about this as follows? If you have a warm loaf of bread, it's going to crack easier if you try to take it out. So you have to do it slower. You have to be more careful. If you have a newer basket, it's kind of like a baseball glove that's not broken in. So it's, it's harder to use. They would have these baskets that were made of straw. And if it's not used yet, so it's, uh, there's going to be like pieces sticking out. And if you take the loaf of bread out and you're not careful, 
it'll tear the loaf of bread. See, if it's a newer basket and that you're removing the bread, the loaf from, you have to be a lot more careful. You have to do it slower, which is a longer amount of time. It gives me more time to have yichud before I'm over the iser. Or is it an old one? As we know, older is better. It's already uh, tried and uh, tried and proven. Uh, they don't make things like they used to, right? They have things that they made uh, 20, 30 years ago. These things last, and the, the newer stuff that's fancy schmancy, glancy, the, the motherboards on these fridges and freezers, they go out. Who knows what? But um, that's the Gemara Shiloh. When they stick it in, ultimately take them. We don't have a, a, a correct answer. And I, I just want to stop and, and focus on something for a moment. I love this. We have a few Shilas on opinions of Tanayim. And the Gemara says Teku. Famously, what does Teku stand for? Tishbi Yatar, it's Kushvabayash. We'll wait for the Yonavi to come to clarify this. So sometimes when you have a Teku like this, I wonder. I wonder why it says Teku. The Gemara, if, if it's a friend of why don't we just say, let's ask the Tana when he comes back. Let's ask him. Don't wait for the Yonavi. Well, ask him. What does he mean? What does he mean? So maybe... I don't know for sure if this is MS, but maybe as well. Why Eliyo Anavi? Ask Maishu Rabbeinu. Why don't we say, Tishbi Yataraz Kush Rabbayas? This I have from my Rabbeinu. This I know is MS. This is what we have. Eliyo Anavi has always been alive. He lives in every door. When Mashiach comes, it's going to be the Paiskim of that door that gives the Psak. You have to be aware of the reality of your door to give up Psak. You can't live in a different door. And, and, and be a Meira Derech, be a Meira Halacha for this generation. You have to be present in that door to know how to respond to Shilas in that door. Elio Anovi, who lives in every door, he's the one, Tishbi Adarits. He's the one who's going to answer, who's going to answer our Shilas. Now, now, this is the part that I'm making up. Maybe so wide, so much so, that even to tell us what somebody meant, even if they're there, but they, they're a ton, of, we're going to say, you know, we don't know, Elio Anovi, we don't know what they meant because their Tyre is eternal. So even when they said their Torah, it was for then, it was for now. If there's any lack of clarity, to clarify, we're not going to go back to that, Don. We're not going to go back to that, Amir, and say, what do you mean? We're looking at all and Navi say, what they said then, what, what does it mean now? You're, you're, you eat to Aziva, so far, so much so to say that he's the one who's going to tell us what that Emma's Torah, how it applies even more than the person who made the statement. Otherwise, say, speak to the Don himself, speak to Amir himself, Tishbi Yatarts, yeah, Tishbi Yatarts, Eliyahu and Navi, in our dar is gonna is gonna be the one familiar with. Okay, Gavalt, here we go. Vaita. Omar Vitsa Bar Yasif Omar Bechan says, You should know all these different measurements that we gave. Each um, each opinion, each tana was using their own shear. They said, For me, this was a haschalasbiya. This was a hara'a. This is the amount that they were using their personal time that it, that they, they were they were married then. And they had relations with their wives. They said, this is what it was. Says the Gemara, it's not possible. Vika ben Benazai was a well-known bachelor. Now there's Gemara Nivomis that argues on this, and that's going to be answer number one. Iba Yisei Menosif of Pirashav is Gemara Nivomis that says, Benazai was married to Rabbi Akiva's daughter, but they separated. They separated. So he did have an experience with Bia. That's one possible answer. Iba Yisei Menosif Rabbi Yishmiyala. He learned it from his Rabbi. Iba Yisei Menosif of Pirashav. Tzadikim know things. Everything's in the Torah. And this, this is Pushit. The Torah is the blueprint of the world. It's impossible for anything in the world to exist if it's not in Torah. 
And as we say all the time, we view it just because of our, 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 our human minds. We view everything for Kelly. We're like, wow, the Torah, Bam. Science says this, and the Torah also. Psh, it's Mamish Fakir. If it didn't, nothing can exist in the house if it's not in the blueprint. If it's not in the blueprint, that means it's not there. So anything that exists, you should know any mentality, any psychology, any feeling, any emotion, anything that a person will ever experience in this world goes back to Torah. It's impossible to have an experience or a feeling that's not sourced. In a, in a Tarotika place. Say the Hashem You know Tarot well enough. You'll know. You'll know what it means to have a, to have Aschalas be. Okay. Darash Rabbi Rabbi gave a Drosham. Zimna normal Mishmeda Ravami. Sometimes he quoted Ravami. Vimna normal Mishmeda Ravasi. Sometimes he quoted Ravasi. Don't jump out of your seats. Anybody who's doesn't care about the halacha of Natilas Yadayim Ki'ilu Ba'alisha Zayna. You don't care about the Zayna. If you're having relations with the Isha Zayna. Now, a person who has relations with the Isha Zayna, what's the Isser? It's a love. That's a love. Just Isha Zayna. She's not a married woman. Isha Zayna. It's a love. But what does it show about the person? You don't have Gadarim. You don't have boundaries. You don't, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing keeping your life with a structure of Kedusha. You're, it's called, that's what preaches means, right? Did you preach it? So when you eat, the Rabbi gives you something. When, when you eat, there's a way to eat. When a, when a person has relations, relations is something which is Kaddish. It's a holy thing. As long as it's done in a terrible way. Every mitzvah brings Kedusha to the world. You know the one mitzvah, Midaraisa, that's called Kedusha? A man and a woman who are together. Kedushim. Man and woman, that's called holy. Right? So what's the bar? Why, why before marriage do people go, oh, yeah, they talk about this. No, terrible thing. It's like being myoba hectish. That's why it's terrible. You don't take something that's hectish and you use it for your own personal benefit. It's myoba hectish. It's not nothing... The, the mice itself is not a bad mice. It's a mice that's meant to be used in the right time, in the right place. It's extreme kedusha. If it's not used the right time, in the right place, that's why it's so far that it's a big problem. Because your mom is big. The more kedusha something has, the more issue there is to use it out of the realm of that kedusha. Okay, so just keep when a person's and isha zayna. What you're doing is you're taking something that's uh, uh, that is meant to be used in a state of holiness. And you've you've removed it from its opportunity, from its ability. Same thing's true when it when it comes to eating bread, when it comes to eating food. Person's supposed to wash their hands before eating food. It should say if you don't wash your hands, it's like being But the pasuk says the opposite. What it means is anybody who's balishazayna eventually is going to use their funds and finances to supply that need. You know, the Gemara elsewhere tells us that there's an aver, there's a limb on a body, and the more a, if a person goes to satisfy it, you're just going to make it hungrier and hungrier. A person who uses it within the realms of Kedusha is going to be satisfied, satisfied that aver, referring to the male organ. So over here it says that if a person's running after Yishazayda, is going to end up using his finances on it and will end up needing to ask for money to purchase bread. Anybody who's been zalzol when the tilas yadayim, he doesn't care 
at all about washing his hands. Nekar min ha'olam. He is separating himself from this world. Amar Barashi, Amar Rav. Rav Barashi says in the name of Rav, When you wash your hands before eating to um, remove Tumah, you're supposed to lift your hands up. Azoi. Yeah, lift, lift your hands up. You're supposed to hold your hands downwards so that the dirty water drips off. Maybe the water's going to go past the perak. Perak, according to Rashi, means past the fingers. Which means, according to Rashi, you're supposed to wash up until here. Okay? This, uh, this part of the hand. That's going to go back. You're supposed to keep your hands up until it's dry. Anybody who eats bread. Without drying his hands, you know that if your hands are wet and you make food wet, it becomes susceptible to becoming tummy. So you, you dry your hands. Which, by the way, this realm of halacha is very much connected to karpas. What we have at the Pesach Seder. This is why we wash our hands out of bracha before touching the food that gets dipped into the water. Because once the food gets dipped in the water, it's susceptible to becoming tummy. So we, we retire our hands before putting ourselves into that uh, that setting. What does the Pasuk mean when it says the Ish and a married woman Nefesh Yikara is a is a uh, beautiful Nefesh Tatsud that is caught. Anybody who is a Balgaiva will end up being Nikshal with Eshesish. What's the message the Gemara here? What the Gemara is letting me know is one of the things that protects from Titus is Anivas, is humility. It's humility. You want to, you don't want to go beyond your, your boundaries of where you're meant to be. Arrogance is you put yourself into places that you don't really belong. It's arrogance. A person who has this, this midah of gasa saruach is leading themselves towards the most severe averish. Number of ish nefesh shikara tos. What is it with beautiful nefesh? It should say nefesh gavaya. A haughty nefesh gets caught up with an ashes ish. It's referring to the man. It's referring to the man. It's a terrible thing. Not a beautiful nefesh. Void, he talks to me, Boyle. And it also seems to imply that uh, she is trapping, uh, trapping him. Really, what's happening is his midas are is doing this. A even if he's uh, learning about the Torah, it says it's more beautiful and precious than pearls. It's more precious than the kind Godol who goes pininim to the innards, to the Kedesh HaKadoshim, he titsudenu, ledino shogahenim, will ultimately uh, have him caught up in the din of Gehenim. Okay? Now, what's this? So this Gemara is the Gemara that should let us know to not be surprised by anything. That's the Gemara is letting me know. Gemara saying you can be a kind gadol. The Sometimes you hear stories about things that people do. People had mamish ashamed type. They had so many things going for them in life, and they get trapped up. They get they get tripped up into something horrible. And people are like, "Wow! Even this person, even her, even him, psh, wow, I can't believe it." 
The Gemara lets us know, yeah, yeah, that you could be Paninim, you could be Lefnai Belefnim, you could be Mamish on the on the up, uh, up and up, you could Mamish, you know, be Kedush HaKadoshim, and be caught up into the judgment of Gehenim, you could be over on a, on an Ish Ish. As uh, yeah, a person who's arrogant, you're worshiping idols. You know who you're worshiping? Yourself. You're worshiping yourself. So you're making yourself an Okay. And it says, bring into your house. All right. So, a person who's arrogant, worshipping Avay Dezar. By the way, just to, just to notice, this is Pashat. But I think, since we learned Torah from a young age, those of us who are Zechariah there from the young age, we don't think about it. What does Avay Dezar mean? It's translated literally. You say, idol worship? No. Avayda is to serve Zara something strange. So, anytime I worship anything, give a Hashivas to something that's not the Rabban Shalom, that's Zara. That's Avay Zara. So, it's not like... How's being arrogant? Uh, you're not worshiping an idol. Avedazar doesn't mean worshiping idol. It means I'm serving something that's strange. I'm serving something that's different than the Rebbe So when I'm arrogant and I'm putting myself there, I'm putting myself into a matzav, that's uh, by definition. It's Avedazar. Should it be a chiddush? Rebbe himself says, before Rebbe Yechonah quotes Shimon and over here Rebbe Yechonah says, Kilu kofar be'ikr. person who, who, who is a a uh, Balgaiva is Kefir Bikash. If you raise up your heart, you forget their says, As if you were boil, call arise. all the Okay. If you build a private Mizbeach, Hold off from who has a soul inside of him. Okay, so we have uh, pretty pretty uh, intense stuff uh, when it comes to guy. Uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to arrogance, and what's so just to again hyper focus this for a minute. It's incredible how terrible it is. And how difficult it is to not be this. Because we become arrogant in our humility. You can work on being humble and then Lamaisa, you're the most arrogant person. The Katsuka Rebbe speaks about the humble person who peeks through the window to make sure people know they're humble. By definition, that's arrogance. So you have somebody offer you a cover. Somebody offers, uh, somebody offers you a cover. They say, I want to be bechabed you to sit on the dais. Say, one second, I'm humble, right? That's that's it. I'm an Arach. Me on the days with those guys. No, but then the whole time afterwards, not the whole time, but then for a couple minutes afterwards, you're like, they asked me, and like, I'm too humble for that. Sometimes it's kedai to go up on the dais and be uncomfortable and not trick yourself into thinking that you were just did an act of anivus. You know, maybe go there and be uncomfortable, Taka. Maybe go to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's 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 tricky. It's mom is tricky. It's very tricky, and and that itself can can lead to gaiva. All right. So what's the avayta? Avayta is just, just be amazed. Try to be self aware. Know the tricks of the Yitzhahara when it comes to this. It's just fascinating how it's such a severe issue 
of gaiva, but the itzahara, maybe taka because it's so severe, the itzahara makes it so difficult to like to, to, to work with. Okay. Vaiter. my yod liyod layanaka. What does it mean? Hand to hand layanaka is not gonna be clean. This is referring to Gaiva Hashem. Yeah, a person who has a, a, a person who's arrogant. Omagav Rav says, "Kol abal ishasish afilu hiknola kolish baruch hashemayim baruch kavram avinu." Even if his mamish has complete amuna bitochen, tichsiv beihari baisiyad Hashem al kolyan shmayim baaretz layinak v'dinu shogan. You could have in your life the greatest amuna bitochen, but if you are ba aleishasish, you're not going to be spared midina shogahen. Not going to say there's a lot to say about this. There's a lot to say about this. How very often a lack of self-esteem. I just know this from my own interactions with my own life and working with people who are experts in this field. Sometimes a lack of self-esteem comes from an element of gaiva. There's an element of gaiva underlying that lack of that lack of something which gives off self-esteem. Not always, but at times. It's you feel you deserve more, you need more, so you go after something. It's coming from a place of a lack of self esteem. You can almost be about gaiva within your lack of self esteem. It's, it's it's a fascinating concept. Kasha lehu. What's the lack of self esteem? Do you think you need more? Where's the? I get the gaiva. Where's self-esteem yeah. there? Yeah, it's um, it's you feel down about yourself, so you you need you you go to these these actions to fulf, to fill that void. So you're going something to fulfill a void that you feel you deserve. At times, that's where it could come from. It's like I need. So, it's like I'm not arrogant. I don't even believe myself. I don't believe. But there's an underlying. If we would have, the the more self worth a person has, the more capability of humility exists. But it's it's, fa- it's, it's a fascinating zech. Kashu debe Reb Shila hi yadli yadli yanake yadli mi boyle just say just say yadli just say my hand. This person can be so chashav in Taira and in Amun and be talking to the Rabbi Nishalim. He can be zeichet to receive the the luchas from the Rabbi Nishalim. The chesiv bei miyaminai eshdas lamai. You still have arrogance, still have gaiva, and you're not going to be spared from the judgment of Gehenim. So they had a question. On Rabbi Yechonon, Kashle the Rabbi Yechonon, the question of Rabbi Yechonon, how yod the yod. It says hand to hand, yod mi yod mi boile. It should say if you're like, even if you're as great as my shabbat, it would say even to take up your hand from the hand of the rabbi nishlaylam. If that's the message, even if you're as great in terror as my shabbat, you still won't be spared medina shagenim because of your gaiva. It shouldn't say yad yad liad. It say yad mi yad, hand from hand from the hand of the rabbi nishlaylam. Allah marbechanan, rather rabbechanan says top of tomorrow's daf. Afilo eisit stuck of a caesar. If a person is a Balgaiva and then gives tzedakah privately, you give from your hand to another hand, which is a very high mitzvah, very chosh mitzvah, a person who gives tzedakah anonymously, without any pompous, the, the Gaimer, 
removes the angle of Baruch Shalom, still, Layanaka Medina Shogahenim will not be spared Medina Shogahenim if he has this uh, Mida of Gaiva. Okay, we'll hold it here, and Besham tomorrow we will keep on this topic. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.